it's been a while. You might be wondering how we got here. Fair enough. After the ordeal in Paris, we decided enough was enough. A line had been crossed, and we committed ourselves to hunting Van Helsing at all costs. And that lasted a few months, with a few good stories for another time. But we had him on the run. We kept the pressure on, making sure he couldn't lay his roots in any one place. He hopped on a boat, and so did we. To a new land for most of us. America, right in the heat of a civil war. That could have provided enough cover for that monster hunter, but we were two steps ahead. You never stood a chance, Van Helsing. I hope you know that. Did you rehearse that? Yeah, longboat ride. I had time. You must be proud. I know words aren't easy for you. I am, actually. Enough. Small talk. Get him in the cart. Remember what we said about enjoying things, Count? I'll enjoy it when this is over. It is over. He's alone and tied up. What more can we ask for? Let's kill him and get a move on. You remember what I said about killing him? Oh, not this again. Like it or not, Van Helsing is a great mind. We should mine him for what he knows. Are you seriously complimenting the guy who spent his entire life killing people like us? I said like it or not. I don't like it. As a matter of fact, I don't like it so much, I want to kill it. Uh, Him, I... mm, I want to kill him. We could bring him to the authorities. He should be brought to justice. Killing him is justice. It's still against the law. When did the law matter in any of this? I thought we had this all figured out. Can someone back me up here, big guy? Don't look at me. Whatever it is, we can't stay here. We're too exposed. You're right. Get him in the cart and we'll find a secure place to interrogate him. Or we kill him and throw the body in the nearest river, huh? Either works. There's too much to be lost if he dies. If we keep him alive, we're risking any number of awful things. I get it. You want to learn all of his crazy monster hunting secrets, but at what cost? Indeed. What cost? Oh, shut up. You're not part of this. Will it help you if you kick him or something? Let me see. Not really. You're outvoted, Ella. We're not killing him. Oh, come on. What vote? Dracula? Adam? I said no look at me. Come on, Count. Think of all the bad shit this guy's done. I'm not playing a game here. I said we need to move, and that's what we should do. Ah, chaos as usual. Can you beasts be trusted with nothing? I'm sorry, do you need another kick? Just put a sock in his mouth. I can get behind that. I have sock. Mm, Gross one. What? No, I... That feels better. (laughs) Yeah, it does actually. Dracula, what's wrong? There's something nearby. What kind of something? Gunshots. A few of them. And, and, And footsteps. Coming this way. That's not great. Let me see. Dracula phased into his bat form and flew above the trees. It was a humid, warm night in South Carolina. Uncomfortably so. He flew only a bit further. The source of the sounds was almost immediately obvious. Orange muzzle blast peppered a nearby field as gray and blue uniformed soldiers picked each other off at a hurried distance. The blue Union soldiers seemed to be fleeing into the woods, heading directly for the clearing 
where his companions were. Dracula hurried back. We need to go. You mentioned that. Remember the bit where we're killing our mortal enemy? There are soldiers coming this way. How many? Enough. We'll get caught in the skirmish if we don't hurry. All right, Adam, help me get Van Helsing out. Uh, No, 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 we're not doing that. This is perfect. We'll absolutely obliterate his body now, and it'll look like he got caught in the crossfire. Ella, we're a team. These decisions happen together. You just want more information for your book. Got him. Please hurry. Don't hang this up on my desires. We won't let ourselves get caught up in vengeful blood sport. We're better than that. Yeah, sure. Generally speaking, this seems like an exception. Need help. I'm trying. What's wrong with the horses? <laughs> They're on my side. Can you not? What the? Uh, it's too late. For what? Help! Please! A Union soldier burst into the cosp. His blue uniform was bloody and torn. Who are you? There are more coming. We need to go. Please, I need help. My battalion has been practically wiped out. Do you? Do you have fangs? I'm sorry, friend. We're in a bit of a hurry, too. The Greycoats are going to kill me. And you, too, if they find us. We'll take our chances. Does that mean we're keeping him on the cart? Mm, fine. But just because I don't want one of those slavery-peddling lunatics to get him before I do. Whatever gets you there. Let's go. They piled onto their cart, a simple two-horse affair with a covered rear, and prepared to take off. Christine, their newest companion and Renfield's cousin, shuffled uncomfortably, having removed herself from the conflict thus far. Are you okay? Fine. We're leaving now. I think we'll find some place to rest. Okay. You can't leave me! Ugh, we're real sorry, buddy. Dracula, how much longer do we have? They're here. Get the horses! Got them. We go. Hey, there's someone here. Stop them! The party barreled out of the clearing on their rickety cart, narrowly avoiding musket fire on all sides. Renfield, we need you. On it. Renfield lifted her rifle with skilled hands. She'd become quite well-practiced since Paris and aimed it at the Confederates. With two well-aimed shots, she took out two of the incoming riders. What are you doing? Keeping us safe? Care to join? We can't just kill anyone we want. We'll pick a lane. Are we killing people or not? It's different when it's him. I don't need to explain that. A little less arguing, a little more protecting the cart. Yeah? Reloading? Ella, help. Why are you all picking on me today? Because you're the one capable of doing something. So are you. Go. Uh, Fine. No innocent deaths. What the fuck is that? The cavalrymen's words were futile to Ella's powerful canine limbs and razor-sharp teeth. She pounced over the horses, grabbing the soldiers by the uniforms and throwing them into nearby trees. Their freed mounts skittered into the forest. That's more like it. Ella rounded around the second wave, scaring them off for at least a few seconds. A few confident souls volleyed shots in her direction, but were soon subject to the wolf's fierce, precise attacks. One could have sworn there was a grin on her snout. Monsters! Kill them! Incoming! To the left! Got it! Renfield's bullets struck the soldiers in the legs. 
enough to knock them aside. Uh, that should do it. Well done. You could have helped, you know. And ruin all the fun for you. Fair. Good shooting out there. Thanks. I could have taken them myself. <laughs> Cockiness does not look great on you. Oh, yes. Only on you. Can we seriously lay off tonight? More. Coming. Where? A fresh unit of Confederate cavalry burst from the trees in pursuit of the runaway monster-laden cart. Renfield's fingers expertly maneuvered her rifle, loading more ammunition, but the newcomers took them by surprise. A stray bullet pierced the cart's side and found Christine's arm. She screamed out, unfamiliar with how her undead body would react to the impact. It tore through without leaving blood, but the sudden burst of pain was overwhelming. Both eyes glazed over as vampiric energy coursed through her body. Christine, no! Sensing the outburst, Dracula leapt before her, but the young vampire was lost to her impulses. She bounded into the air, phased into an energetic form, and lunged for the Confederates, who didn't stand a chance. Her maelstrom of chaotic energy enveloped them, tearing flesh from bone and immediately clearing the forest. Stop the cart. Christine found her human form once again and collapsed onto both knees amongst the bloodshed she'd just caused. Dracula leaped from the cart and sprinted towards her. It's okay, Christine. You're fine. I couldn't help it. I know. It's scary. But you're in control. I'm not. Let's go back. It's all right. Do we see anyone else? The coast is clear. Help her back on. Are you okay? I don't know. Let's go. Back to the road. And far away from here. We weren't exactly subtle. When are we ever? (laughs) Never. It's fine. We'll find an inn and take care of Van Helsing while we assess the damage. We killed a lot of people, didn't we? They were trying to kill us. Enough! Find some peace, if you can. It's the beginning of the end. Listening to the Dark Ones War, Chapter One. The year was 1866. The location was South Carolina in the United States of America. After several tumultuous months of travel, by road, rail, and sea, the Dark Ones had cornered Van Helsing, their mortal enemy. The waxing moon was hardly visible overhead, but peered through gray clouds to illuminate the humid landscape. Crickets chirped in nearby marshes, joining forces with low, croaking frogs to create a droning symphony. It was hot, 
uncomfortably so. But neither that nor the all-encompassing war stopped patrons from flooding the horse's bane, a shanty tavern on the outskirts of a small town. The crowd spilled around the entrance to escape the rising heat inside. Dracula and Ella slipped the innkeeper a few dollars in exchange for room. Here's a little something extra for you. Upstairs. Back hallway's all yours. Appreciate it. What should we do with Van Helsing? Not exactly like he can come in here. Don't think it's the bound and gagged kind of place. I'll keep an eye on the cart. The rest of you should rest. I wouldn't say no to a little shut-eye. Good thing I don't need any. You're the best, Count. I'll send the others up. Keep an eye on Christine, if you can. I need to talk to her. She, uh, caused a bit of a scene back there. Do you remember what it was like early on when you became a I get it. Yeah, I remember. But I'd rather I didn't. It wasn't pretty. I wish there was something I could teach her to make it easier. That's not your responsibility. It doesn't need to be. You're a better man than I. Get some sleep. Mm, You don't have to tell me twice. Dracula turned outside. Ella turned to the bar to pick up an ale before dragging herself upstairs to the room. We have a room. What's it like in there? Crowded. You'll blend right in. America is something else, isn't it? It's something. You can go in. I'll keep watch. Are you going to need some company? I don't need anything. Of course. Do you want company? It's fine. It's been a long day. Fair enough. I'm going inside. Christine, can you... Stay back. All right. I'll wait for you inside. I go too. No wait. No need, friend. Are you okay? Fine. You've been quiet. I'm sorry. There's nothing to apologize for. I... I don't know what to feel. I lost control back there. You saved us back there. I killed people. Who were trying to kill you. I'm scared. I'm a monster. You're not. How can you say that when I... We are capable of such horrible things. Potential and practicality are two different things. We are not defined by the worst acts we could possibly commit. We are all capable of horrible things. Look around. Simple men can be violent and cruel. But that's not you. You're thoughtful, caring, protective. We met because you were willing to help strangers. I'm sorry your life isn't the way you wanted it to be. But don't take that as an excuse not to be everything you know you are, and that I know you can be. You're right. No need to be so low. Go inside. Try to rest for a while. Thank you. 
Dracula watched the young vampire enter the tavern, then closed the back of the wagon and looked underneath the board where they'd secured Van Helsing. The monster hunter's sullen, black eyes found Dracula's, but he was incapable of anything but a hateful stare. I had to turn her as a result of your actions in Paris. It was the only way to save her. The process is unimaginably painful. Those are the seeds you've sowed. It's funny. I can hear your voice in my head. You've sowed your own seeds, beast. Something like that, right? I'll remove your gag if you want. There's nothing you can do. It's not kindness. You and I both know what will happen if you open your mouth the wrong way. Monster. <laughs> You're small-minded. That's what got you here. You can't see people for their complexities. You're not people. I don't think you're above rational thought or emotion, but you're weapons. Your existence is a threat to the world. Every second you spend alive makes the rest of us vulnerable. I might not see you, but you don't see me either. You have instigated every instance of violence these last years. Have I? Blood follows you like a shadow. No. What about that poor girl? You think you saved her? By giving her your gift? She's tortured by it. What kind of life can she live now? Forever cursed by an insatiable bloodlust. You know, there's a key difference between you and I. I will not deny the bloodlust. I cannot survive without it but I've found a way to avoid harming those who shouldn't be harmed and atone with death when I need to confront it. I know who I am, but you, you cry monster from behind a smoking barrel. You think yourself nobler than I. <laughs> Do not shame my goodwill. Yes, I do. So, where does that leave us? We are not enemies, no matter how much you push that on me. Your companions seem to disagree, as do your actions. I am not my companions, and I am not responsible for their thoughts. You are violent and harmful to the world at large, so I am doing something about it. But personally, I am thankful for you. Without your presence in my life, I would have never met my friends, or seen the world, or anything. You've given me purpose. I think I preferred when there was a sock in my mouth. That can be arranged. Back inside the horse's bane, Adam and Griffin attempted to order food and drinks for the rest of the party, but were having difficulties navigating the crowd. I was hoping this would be a bit less conspicuous. We never conspicuous. You mean we're always conspicuous? Maybe you should just go up to the room. I want to sit back and see what I can gather. You have all fun. Always. Well, there's a fair bit of distance between how much the two of us can blend in. I be quiet. Uh -huh. I'm not exactly in the mood to argue, friend, so I'll agree. 
Let's sit back and see what there is to find. I am a helpful mission. Your enthusiasm is appreciated. Don't let anyone else tell you differently. Let's sit back here and enjoy these ales. Ale. The inn was filled with the usual type. Local farmers looking for a reprieve from the daily respite. Bells without enough grace to make it in the manors. Traders and merchants who were dodging the surrounding conflict through travel. Griffin made note of a few Confederate soldiers who were mingling amongst the others. Why here should be fighting? Little can stand in the way of a man and his drink. I don't like. Nor do I. The fighting for something cruel and unusual. I cannot abide any man who would raise a gun to defend the demeaned status of another. I really don't like. Let's keep our wits about us. We've had enough fighting for tonight. Upstairs, Renfield, Christine, and Ella attempted to rest. Do you really think it's over? Nothing's ever over. That's morbid. Yeah, I used to think so, but it's kind of a... Blah. Blessing. I hate that. It's a good thing. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, Life keeps going, you know? Whether you like it or not. Sure. It's a fresh start. And if you don't like who you are today, put on some new pants tomorrow and see how they feel. I don't think we're going to have much luck finding new pants around here. Do you mind? I'm trying to sleep. Sure. Sorry. How are you feeling? Fine. You seemed pretty shaken up back there. I don't really want to talk about it. That's fine. But you know you always have me. We're family. (laughs) Sure I do. All right. I'm going to try and get some sleep. I'll be outside before sunrise. Yeah. Okay. Renfield rolled into bed while Christine perched in the window, watching the comings and goings outside. Even after a few months, she hadn't quite acclimated to her adjusted sleep schedule and, on occasion, still carelessly found herself susceptible to the sun's dangerous rays. She sighed and waited. The horse's bane was getting more crowded. It appeared as if a fresh crop of riders were entering from the nearby forest. She tried to ignore it, but noticed that they were wearing tattered gray uniforms the same ones they'd found themselves fleeing from just hours before. A pit formed in Christine's stomach as she closed her eyes and leaned against the wall. Downstairs, Griffin noticed the same trend. The incoming faces were dirty and blood-covered from a recent conflict. Do you see them? Mm, Seen. I think we're smart enough to not accept this as simply coincidence. Every moment has a motive, most of the time. Oh. Well, enough poetry. It looks like our stay may be cut short. Wait here. I'll tell the others. Wait? Please, we don't want to draw too much premature attention. Griffin bowed out of the room and went back upstairs. Apologies for the rude wake-up call, but we're going to need to stay alert. Hi? What? There are soldiers here. There are soldiers everywhere. Wouldn't it be inconvenient if these ones happened to be the same ones who were pointing guns at us earlier? Mm, don't do this to me. Where's Adam? Adam was doing his best to blend in, but had caught the eye of a soldier already several drinks in. 
do I know you? Uh, um, uh, no. Those are some injuries, friend. Must have been hell of a battle. You have no idea. It's rough. What command are you in? I am numbers. <laughs> Keep to yourself, then. That's quite all right with me. I just thought you looked a bit familiar being so distinct. Don't think so. You wouldn't. Imagine the kind of night we've been having. First off, got a few Yankees cornered. We ran them out, and we came across this band of freaks or monsters. Something. They were huge. Big teeth, shooting magic or something. It was a bit dark, so the details are blurry, but I'm t it was some scary shit, man. You ever heard of anything like that? No. Oh, never. Well, pray you don't, friend. What did you say your name was again? Didn't. Uh, Adam. Adam, yes. A pleasure. Can I get you another round? Uh, uh. Not all of the Confederates were quite as jovial. Across the room, Ophelia Pickett, an infantryman with a black, spidery wound on her face from Christine's assault, stared the construct down. Everything all right, Pickett? That man, there. Is that what that is? He was on the cart with the others. Do you think? Don't cause a scene. He shouldn't be alone. When do you reckon the general will be here? There's a chance he might not be until morning. We can't let him escape before then. Keep an eye out. I was sort of looking forward to a drink. Don't be careless. They're likely working with the Yankees. Whatever they are, their reign of destruction ends now. Pickett slid down the bar, outside to where some of her fellow soldiers, still recovering from their encounter with the Dark Ones, were gathered. Saddle the horses! We might have an issue. Pickett scanned the exterior of the inn, tracing the mixture of soldiers and countrymen. Only one cart seemed to stand out amongst the others. Its frame and top were clearly from a different area, and... It had recently accrued some serious damage. She took a deep breath and approached. We should be fine up here. I'll go get Adam and we can leave before sunrise. Still trying to sleep. I'm a bit tired myself. Good thing I wasn't asking for volunteers. Griffin ambled back downstairs but stopped at the bar. Adam's drunken associate had gathered a crowd of others who were laughing and drinking on his dime. Oh, this has to happen everywhere we go, doesn't it? Hey, 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 my friend Adam, right here, right here. He's a riot, man. Oh. Griffin tightened his headscarf and pushed through the crowd, discreetly pulling up behind Adam. Having fun? I didn't mean to. I, I promise. No matter. It's time to go upstairs. We might have an issue with some of the locals. What issue? Oh, perhaps we should have covered more ground between us and the people who were trying to kill us. But who's to say? Let's go. Hey, who's your friend? We're going. Apologies. Aw, what? Griffin forced Adam's sizable frame through the crowd back upstairs to the others. The jovial crowd seemed to forget the newcomer's presence after a few more sips, but outside, Pickett circled the suspect wagon, looking for abnormalities. Dracula sat along the back, 
His head slouched onto his chin. He hadn't felt well-rested in some time. The road wasn't conducive to true rest. Only his castle in Transylvania could offer that. But he'd learned to live with the discomfort, like a gentle thorn in his side. Van Helsing was well and restrained, which offered enough satisfaction for a few deep breaths. The monster hunter was shoved underneath the wagon's seating, which was hardly big enough to contain him. Most of his body was hidden underneath spare crates and supplies, but his head prodded out towards the back, allowing him room to breathe. Despite his injuries, he'd slowly maneuvered out a few spare inches, which provided some relief. He could see a few straggling peoples, but there was little chance of rescue, until Pickett's prodding eyes peered through the cracks. Van Helsing saw his chance and blinked his eyes as quickly as he could, doing his best to get seen. Still, Pickett was oblivious. Van Helsing eyeballed Dracula, whose attention had turned inward, and took whatever chance he had. He slammed his head against the wagon's bottom, drawing both Dracula and Pickett's attention towards him. What are you doing? Dracula looked around for evidence of some misdoing, and only saw Pickett, who was staring at the wagon. Oh no. Can I help you? Where do you hail from? Your dress is different than I'm used to. Are you sure? Your concern is only my attire. You seem on edge. Mmm, a mighty assumption. Good night, then. Is it? I am simply trying to enjoy some solitude. Why not go inside? I'm not one for crowds. Besides, the horses need tending to. Oh, that's all? No one else on your cart that needs watching after? If you wish for so much to go left unsaid, then you would have been better off not saying anything. All right, then. I saw your companion inside. I'm assuming you know where I got this mark. She referenced the black, spidery web on her face and neck. Only injuries of the vampiric variety left that sort of mark. We have no need for trouble with you. <laughs> you have a funny way of showing it. We didn't mean to involve ourselves in your conflict. We were caught in the crossfire. I swear. Whatever your intentions were, I see a palpable threat in front of me. One who's keeping a hostage. Be careful with your next move. Dracula and Pickett stared each other down. The vindictive infantryman was seething in the hot summer air. I stand righteous in my defense of these Confederate states. There's a man captured over here. Somebody help. Pickett's words caught the attention of some nearby soldiers who ambled over. From any angle, Dracula's gaunt frame appeared threatening. Pickett pulled her Colt revolver from her side and aimed it at the vampire. Stand down. You're vastly outnumbered. You're going to get yourself and many others hurt. Turn around. I've been defeated once today. I'm not so much in the waiting mood. No! Pickett did not hesitate. She pulled the trigger, aiming straight at Dracula's chest. The bullet ripped through his vampiric form without 
damaging him in the slightest, exposing his supernatural features. Monster! Did anyone else hear that? Huh? I was sleeping. Did you know I was trying to sleep? Not sure if I mentioned it before. Oh yes, I'm terribly sorry. Actually, all it was was a gunshot and then someone yelling the word monster. Who is it? We seem to draw out those type of people wherever we go. Oh good, we've been found out. Ah yes, look out there. Dracula is surrounded by men with guns. Right. Everyone up, we're out of here. Dracula's in trouble. There's a man in the cart! Don't let him escape! I'm sure the others have heard by now. Dracula phased into the front of the cart, paying no mind to the discretion he was trying to maintain. He whipped the horses into formation and drove the cart away from the tavern. Bring horses! Don't let him get away! There is an innocent man on that cart! Ah, crap. Oh, hell. We couldn't get one night's rest. We should have done something with Van Helsing. The authorities could have helped. You need to argue this now! There are others! Don't let them go! That us? Adam! There you are. You hear all this ruckus? Oh. Yep, time to go. Renfield, you loaded. In the middle of an inn? Okay, fine. Let's wait until we're outside until we put bullets in the gun. Maybe that'll give them enough time to kill us first. Really? The group hurried outside, forcing themselves between the growing crowd, just in time to see their cart burst into the nearby forest. What the hell? After that cart! Don't let it go far! What are we supposed to do? We're fine, as long as they don't find us. There! The others! Stop them! Pickett went off after Dracula on her horse, flanked by several others. But a few lingering confederates turned towards Ella, Griffin, Renfield, Adam, and Christine. Well, howdy, fellas. Where do you think you're going? Nowhere without a cart. I recognize them from earlier. What gave it away? The seven-foot person made of other people, the pointy-teeth girl, or the guy who's hiding his skin? Shut up. Oh, Ella, there's no point in arguing with this man. He's clearly a genius. What the hell are we doing, Griffin? Think you can carry all of us? Do I have a choice? Mm, Do you want to live? Ah, fine. Ella shifted into her wolf form, intimidating the crowd and drawing shrieks from inside the inn. Everyone on the wolf. The group clambered onto the giant wolf's back, much to her chagrin, but there was little that could stand in the beast's way. She bound over the crowd and after the cart. Oh, there! The chase immediately reached a full tilt. Dracula spurred the wagon as fast as he could, but it stood little chance against Pickett's unburdened horses. Ella was not far behind, but her endurance was severely limited by the significant load on her back. Renfield, do you have a shot? Not on her. Fair. Gonna be sick. Pickett carried a confident edge. She aimed her pistol and fired off two rounds. Connecting with the wagon a few inches from Dracula's head. The Count turned back, spotting the incoming confederates and his companions behind them. He held the reins tighter and pushed onward. Ella, get us in line with the horses. We're not going to be able to make it. There's too many of us for her to handle. And I'm getting off. Adam as well, and Christine. I am. You need to make the shot, Renfield. All right. Ready? Uh, sure. Now. 
Without the extra weight, Ella was able to quickly close the distance between her and Pickett. Renfield struggled to reload her rifle, but had significantly more control. Watch it! Behind us! Pickett's men turned and fired at Ella, forcing her to weave back and forth, widening the gap. We need to get closer! Ella leaped forward, dispatching the first of Pickett's men as he attempted to reload. She dove for the other, biting his body clean off his mount and tossing it into the forest. There we go. Think again, beast. Pickett's focus remained on the wagon. She aimed her pistol and fired, bursting a rickety wheel. The strained wood splintered apart, tossing the wagon aside. Van Helsing's restrained body rolled out of the back. No! Dracula leapt up, phasing and sending out a controlled wave of energy, which destroyed the rest of the cart and sent Pickett flying. Ella skid to a stop ahead of the blast and lowered her shoulders, allowing Renfield to dismount. What was that? Dracula's last-ditch effort. Come on, keep that thing up. Renfield raised her rifle, and they continued towards the scene. The dirt road hung in the air, like fog, lowering their visibility to a few feet. Dracula! I'm here. I think you got them. We need to find Van Helsing. If he made it... Find him! Griffin and the others caught up as Dracula and Ella pulled apart the splintered cart. Is everyone all right? Van Helsing is missing. Damn it. No. Uh, He couldn't have gone far. We need to search. Now. We'll split up. We're wasting time. I'm going. You can't go by yourself. I don't need anyone else. I can cover the most ground. And if I find him, I won't hesitate. None of us should. Seems like a good opportunity to learn a lesson about taking care of evil people before... I don't know, they do more evil stuff. It also seems like a fine opportunity to not trivialize these things. That's enough. Renfield and Ella go up the road. Christine can go with you as well. Adam and Griffin go back towards the inn. I'll head through the forest and we'll meet in the middle. I don't know if that's the best idea. We need to cover ground before he gets too far. Every second we don't have him is a loss. Dracula's right. Van Helsing needs to be our top priority. We can't risk letting him take shelter somewhere. Fine. We can do this. The party split up, following their assigned directions and leaving Pickett to recover in the settling dust. Adam and Griffin hurried up the road, which was surrounded by open fields on both sides. I was thinking about your former companion the other day. Doctor. Frankenstein, yes. I'm not sure how he would have reacted to all of our escapades. Long time. Much changed. And still more changes. Such is life. Life is change. I have never felt myself, but every day I feel more myself. Well said. I've seen much of the world and still feel hungry for more. There's a fragility to it, this unnatural long life I'm piloting. It's everything and nothing in the same stroke. That's a lot. I, I, I've been trying to look at one thing at a time. Perhaps the better approach. 
I've been doing my best to collect my thoughts and findings, however disparate, into this book. And I think it's about time I laid down some record of my existence. When I read better, I will read. Much appreciated, friend. I don't think we're covering much ground this way. I think we would have seen him in this field by now. <sighs> okay. Head back. Indeed. We'll find Van Helsing. I'm sure of it. A short distance south, Ella, Renfield, and Christine veered into a swamp off the road. Ugh, this is terrible. Yep, not exactly my ideal... What day is it? I lost count a while ago. Cripes. I really thought I was done with this place. What place? Home. You're from here? Not far. Home seems like a distant concept to me. What made you leave? Let's focus on walking. I'm just making conversation. Make it somewhere else. Are you so ashamed of who you are that you can't bear to think of it? And are you so proud of who you are? I seem to recall our introduction being one where you had a gun pointed at us. I'm not that person. Neither am I. Leave it alone. Some days I think you're doing better, and other days it's just... What? Say it. I don't know. Less talk. Keep looking. They continued to trudge. Christine dragged her feet through the muck, avoiding Ella and Renfield's argument entirely. Dracula blanketed the forest quickly, flitting between the wood until he found a river that ran parallel to the road. Several trees nearby had been recently splintered and broken apart. A set of fresh, tired footprints dragged along the river. Dracula traced their outline and followed them a short distance to where Van Helsing was standing in the water, supporting himself with a broken branch. I refuse to believe you were too lazy to cover your own footprints. You've been plotting your escape since you were first restrained. There was little chance to take us as a group, but one-on-one was a different story. Did you expect me, or did you want to start with someone else? You'll make an acceptable trophy, fear not. Not this time. You think you're clever, weaponizing our discourse. You knew I would let the conversation happen which gave you time to plot and escape. Why use words when those fangs will say everything for you? My fangs are the least of your worries. Then go ahead. Do it. You're obsessed with potential, Van Helsing. You only see the worst in what I could do, but not what I've done or am doing. Why are you so ignorant of your talents? You could destroy towns in a moment if you wanted to. But I don't. What a waste. Potential means little. Ambition is worthless without action. Intent and execution are what give things value. Then do it, vampire! Speaking loudly does not give you control over a situation. You're a coward. Why? Because I haven't harmed you. Because you won't. I'm going to do this to remind you what I'm asking for. (laughs) 
Dracula's energetic form wrapped itself around Van Helsing, burning him with necrotic energy and draining the life from his body. You hear that? Yeah. We go. I agree. Someone's running toward us. Which direction? Griffin! Griffin! Here! Come on, you heard that? Didn't sound good. Do you feel that, Van Helsing? Is that what you wanted? Proof that I'm nothing more than a bloodthirsty monster. While you stand in that river as some meaningless means of defense. Kill me. I would rather leave you here and let you rot on your own. Dracula, we're here. Stay back, all of you. You've got him. Let's finish this. I'm telling you to stay back. He wanted to be found. So let's cut his head off. Can't do much scheming then. There's no need to be so morose. Dracula, what do you need? I don't know. The running water. It's a trap. Look what your count has done. Stalling so he can have all the fun. Uh, he's already halfway dead. Come on! Ella, we can't. I am sick and tired of being told what I can and can't do. How many more bullets does he need to put into us before we decide enough is enough? The Count is right. Van Helsing is using us. Come, put me out of my misery, you worthless beast. Uh, that's it! Ella lunged for Van Helsing, shifting into her canine form in mid-air, but Dracula stepped out in front of her. Stop! The two powerhouses collided. Dracula successfully tossed Ella aside, but fell back into the river in the process. His powers were suddenly drained by the rushing water. <laughs> Van Helsing made his move before anyone could act. He spun his branch out of the water, revealing a hastily sharpened tip, and jammed it through Dracula's back. The Count's eyes flashed black, and then he fell to his knees on the riverbank. Dracula! No! The Dark Ones rushed for Dracula. Van Helsing, drained of his energy, fell back into the river and quickly floated away. No, 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 no! What do we do? I didn't know this could happen. No. It can't be. Can you hear me? Dracula's eyes fluttered. He coughed blood and looked up at his friends, finding a moment of clarity between the swirling blackness. Thank you. For everything. And with those final words, the undead Count Dracula, Prince of Darkness, died. <laughs> <laughs>